Evening everyone, welcome. Sorry I'm a little bit late tonight. I totally lost track of the days and thought it was Sunday, but it's not. So I'm here and tonight I'm going to be talking with someone super awesome, um, which is Merck, DAF. Um, hopefully he'll join me in a second. Um, basically, to give a little bit of context, like in the timeline of like Auckland Graffiti, um, we had the early writers, DLT and Claude, who I spoke to. And um, then we kind of had the, the era with um, Finer and FDK and S and kind of more like the straights era of graffiti. Um, and then we have like a period of time where the most prolific guys were definitely the DAF crew, um, who were the most active guys in Auckland City. When I was a youngster and my friends were youngsters, they were the undisputed kings, no doubt. Um, and Merkster and Aaron B, like um, primarily were, uh, I mean, Listen, they were just really full on for us. They were like absolutely um, ahead of the pack, technically. Um, they were all up along the West Line, close to where I grew up. Um, and um, all of the first really fantastic pieces that I saw as a teenager in my area, that I took photos of, that I studied over, um, were theirs. And um, they were, um, yeah, absolutely pioneers of that wave. Um, they have a strong connection um, also to Australia because um, a lot of them spent time in Australia like as teenagers and, and took a lot of influence. So they brought a lot of knowledge back, which um, we were all kind of pretty keen to kind of sponge and, and take up as much of their influence as we could. God. Uh, it's connecting. It Yo. Was, it was fantastic. It was <laughs> He's here. <You> know, like... <laughs> What's wrong, All right. with, what's wrong with the interweb or the space? Oh, it's good. I'm glad my, you're here, my bro. Wife, my wife, like, connected us. Yeah. And then I was like, how how can you do that and I can't? <laughs> like, Dude, and I, and I, saw, I saw your pop-ups and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad you made it, bro. It's good to see you, man. Dude, it's been a long, long time. Too long. When was the last time? When's the last time we caught up? Oh. How long was that? I don't know. Ten years? Even more. Yeah, man. It's, it's... So you've been like... Oh. Since then, you've been... You went to Melbourne. You were living in Melbourne for a few years. And now you've wound up in Canada. Like, how did how that happen? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a long story. But it goes along with, you know, everything I did in my past. And everything that came along. And everything that, you know, eventuated to where I am today. Mm -hmm. There's 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 a lot of you know connections that that made it to where I am uh, mm. here in Canada, but um you know there's 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 been you know since day one there's mm. there's always been that you know um, that flame that there's always been that you know start of where you came from and where you are today and where, where mm -hmm. I am. And, mm -hmm. uh, and you know, part of it is, is I guess when I was growing up, you know, I, I was 84 and we were, you know, two little, two little rat bag kids in Greymouth and mm -hmm. you know, my, you know, you know, my brother, Stephen, who, mm -hmm. who you've met. Yes. Who I, who I was always, <laughs> Terrified of, but you know, <laughs> but he's yeah, a good well, sort. A lot, he's a, a good lot sort. of people, a lot of people have met him, 
you know, <laughs> you can appreciate yeah. him for what he is yeah. and what he's, he's done. A good, you know, he's a he's, character, he's, that's for sure, man. He's, but he's definitely, he's, yeah. He's got the biggest heart, you know, and everything yeah. else. And, you know, he's, yeah. he's always been, um, you know, a big part of what I've done from the mm-hmm. beginning to now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we were growing up in Greymouth and we were, you know, it, it was 84 and, mm. you know, there was, there was that light bulb, like Daryl was talking about was, was mm. Tuesday documentary. Mm-hmm. So that's a start for you too, yeah. as well. And so that was you and Steven caught that together. Well, yeah, we were, we were, <clears throat> the funny part is that we always used to fight. Yeah, <laughs> that can that continued into your guys' adult years too. You right. guys always be like, we're buttheads. Yeah, we used to buttheads and everything else. And he was, you know, he was a lot smaller when I was mm-hmm. growing up and everything else. And then when yeah. we got, you know, towards the nineties and everything else, he got a lot bigger. So then <laughs> we started we started uh, <laughs> having a different, you know. Uh, conflict of interest and and, and yeah mm. he, he got a lot bigger than than what i did and mm. now look at him you know he's, yeah. he's like <laughs> 10 times the size of me <laughs> yeah. you know but, but like I, you know as a kid you know, used to rip on your big brother uh, your younger brother and everything else and mm. you know now he's he's like you know 10 times the size of me so it's like i i can't you know do the same things what i did when i was younger and everything yeah. else towards each other yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know you were from Greymouth originally. Like, cause I, I knew, like, I I caught up with you one time in New Plymouth, and I knew that you'd been yeah. for a time in Tar- in Taranaki, and I met your younger brother, sure. uh, like way younger brother there yeah, yeah, when we were sure. painting that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he, he connected um, but, us when when you were yeah. down there, and mm. it was through his his friend Phil. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was Phil? Yeah, Phil hooked uh, you guys up and everything else, and uh, and he was like, hey. Did you know Elliot was down there? I was like, no way. So I ended up, yeah. Yeah, ended up uh, seeing you down there with um, everyone else. But yeah. Gaspin, Gaspin Sam yeah. as well. And, yeah. and Pagan, who was like kind of a local connect. So he was friends with Phil. Yeah. So that's who kind of made that happen, which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. And, and, you know, to be, to grow up in um, Greymouth, which is, mm. I don't know if you've been to Greymouth. I have, and I actually really like. I actually, Gray, Greymouth strangely opened some some really cool doors for me when I was like about twenty three or twenty four. Yeah. I painted a painted a piece there. There weren't many. I mean, no pieces there. Penny, what's up, guys? And um, yeah, um, I painted a piece there, and then a guy that was there um told his friend in Sydney about me, and the next thing I got to go and speak at like this design conference after being in Greymouth of all wow. places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so weird. But it must have been so different for you growing up. I mean, there literally would have been nobody else interested in graffiti, I can kind of imagine. Well, no, for me, it was, it was um, you know, like I said, it was like um, 1984, and I was still in school. You know, I, mm. I was like, I don't know how old was I then. I was like 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. And then um, found out, you know, Star Wars had played on a Tuesday documentary. Me and Steven were fighting that night. So we couldn't, mm. we couldn't even watch the documentary. Yeah. Mum was like, okay, you guys are fighting. Go to bed. You know, it's, it's done. 
and then mm. she was and I was it was it was funny because you know we're a little bit delayed um mm. from having this interview and mum was ringing me and she's like so why is this guy calling you? I was like, oh, yeah. no. It's bizarre. <laughs> it was everything that we did, you know, when we were kids back then. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. influenced, you know, everyone else and to this point in this, you know, to this period today. And I was yeah. like, and she couldn't understand it. And I was like, you know, she's 80 years old now. And then yeah, I, was, yeah. I was like, um, you know, everything that you did, you know, had a, had a connection or had this period where I wasn't able to do things because of what you were saying and what you were doing at the time. And mm. so she was, mm -hmm. she was like, okay, you guys were fighting. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can't watch the do uh, Tuesday documentary. So I'm going to put a yep. VCR recorder and it's going to be a 30 minute um, tape. And it's like, I guess, yeah. you know, it, it was an hour and 45 minutes, whatever the tape was at the time. <laughs> so we only got yeah. 30 minutes of it. And I was like, oh, oh my, even worse. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, I was already, me and, me and Stephen at the time when it was playing on that Tuesday <laughs> night, we were sneaking up the hallway to watch yeah. it through the, oh through the doorway. Wow. And your mom was, but she was watching it, obviously. So yeah, she yeah, was taking she, it in. She was like, <laughs> you know, she was like, okay, you can't watch it, but I'm going to record mm. it for you and everything yeah. else. So we, we, you know, there was, there was, there was a little bit of give and take and everything else. Yeah. And, and, you know, through, throughout that relationship and everything else. And, and then, so, you know, we got to go to school the next day and everyone's like, yeah. Ah! Everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Right, right. It was buzzy. Wow. You know, I was like, wow. I, I was 13 at the time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You know, it was kind of cool. And then, <clears throat> then to see that and then to be able to, um, you know, process that and it's like, and then here are the kids because they recorded the whole thing. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. so you got the, you got the whole video. So <laughs> yeah. I'm your best friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be over at so, your house. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, so Damn. You know, I, I, I got to, you know, draw from that. And we got to, mm. you know, see the rest of the video and everything else. But mm. at, at, mm -hmm. at the time, it was like... Um, you know, my art teacher knew that I was interested in art and everything else. Mm -hmm. Mrs. T. Mrs. Yeah. T, and this is Grey Mouth. This is, you know, um, 1984 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she knew that I was interested and had that ability to be able to, um, you know, process art and yeah. what it thought and what it meant to me. Mm -hmm. So there was, there was that... Um, you know, concept of it. So then um, she gave me the um, the art room, but the yep. wall on the outside of it and said, this kid, you know, he's 13. He loves yep. graffiti. He's he's into everything. And wow. she she said, you know, it, it, was, it was like 12 foot high and it was like uh, yep. 20 feet long. But she said, it's all yours. Was, Damn, that's amazing. That's I, super I was cool. Thirteen at the time, so it was kind of cool. Mm. And, and that's a game changer for me. It was it was like yo, I'm gonna bite everything I saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. What you 
what do you end up painting? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> painting like the the you know the ghost, and then I was like, mm-hmm. um, there was like you know subway art, you know obviously mm-hmm. because of the um, influence and everything else, and and like mm-hmm. everything was just um, repetitive of what I've you know seen throughout mm-hmm. um, yeah um, Star Wars a lot of the documentary yeah. and everything else. So it was, it was yeah yeah it was kind of cool. And, and but to see it as a thirteen-year-old and see it at that scale at that time mm. when it just got released, it yeah, was, it was it was kind of buzzy. So it, it was kind of cool. Yeah. So, because I know that you spent at least a, a a portion of your teenage like life in Melbourne, which must have been pretty kind of full on. So I, I but I've never quite known the whole story of how you wound up there and. Yeah, and kind jump. of like, yeah. I, so that's a jump. So tell, okay. So let's rewind a little. So you yeah, go yeah. from Greymouth, then you go to Taranaki, like from there. No, well, Greymouth. Yeah, we we skipped uh, from the nineties and uh, eighty four and everything else, and then we moved to Taranaki and everything. And so we lived uh, within Waitara, and we lived in New Plymouth yep. and stuff, and me yep. and my brother. Um, yeah. But then we. We were, you know, we were, we're still kids. We're still Maldives. Yeah. We're still growing up. We're still playing league, you know, mm-hmm. going from rugby mm-hmm. to let rugby league and everything else. And I think mm-hmm. for me, it was more, it was more so about the music, you know, yeah. because, because at, right, that, right. at that time you listen to Michael Jackson, you listen to, mm. you know, uh, street art, you're listening to, you know, uh, street music or, and it, it was yeah. it was all those musical influential you know um, periods where you were like um, yeah. drawn into it, and you were yeah you're a part of that. And it's like you know that was that was you growing up as a kid. You know, there's mm-hmm. BMX racing. We were we yeah. were you know we were we were rap bag kids at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's you it's it's youth culture. You know, it's being young and it's it's youth culture. Everything that's popular in that moment for for people that are young. Yeah. You, know? you, you, mm-hmm. were, you were raw. You were like uh, there was no boundaries. There was no, there was no you know um, levels where you had to be at mm-hmm. whatever time. Even though my mom mm-hmm. did that, she was like, "Okay, mm-hmm. five o'clock. It's the sundown. Yeah. You guys are getting." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, but she, I can relate to that. I yeah, can relate yeah. to that because I was the same. It was there was a certain amount of freedom, especially in the eighties. We just kind of went outside, and and as long as you were back in time for dinner, like yeah. you were cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long as as long as your mum knew where you were, and she could call out your name, and, and you know, yeah, you were able to come home and answer her. Yeah, sure. It, mm-hmm. it, was, it was it was all part and parcel about you know, yeah where you were at the time. And you and Stephen, like, so you guys are how, what's that? You guys are only a couple of years apart, right? So you real you guys were so you guys were joined at the hip basically. At the yeah, age. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And we had a younger brother, Sean. So Sean, mm. at the time, he was like two or three years younger than us. But we were, yeah. you know, Stephen and I were inseparable. He were, yeah. We were like, yeah. um, we were misfits and everything else. And he was, he was, he was on the other element of it. He was, he was more trouble. He was like, right. getting into, <laughs> getting right. into things that you shouldn't get into. Right, right, right. It was like that smart little kid that always, yeah, you know, kind of, kind of said things that you shouldn't say. Right, right. (laughs) So he was, he was always, he was a rough and ready. But um, yeah, yeah, you know, and and look at him today. It's like you know, he's, he's, um, 
you know, at the same respect, he, he's, he's like, um, so mindful about what, what he says and everything else, but he's, he's, he's like, he has the biggest heart and he has the yeah, biggest, yeah. biggest emotions and everything else. Mm -hmm. And, and, you yeah. know, he's involved with the headhunters and all the rest of it. So it's like, there's a lot mm -hmm. of things that we shouldn't talk about. And even you and I, you know, there was, there was, yeah. a, there was a few situations where, you know, we came, we came together where we shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't talk, yeah. shouldn't talk, yeah. shouldn't talk yeah. on camera. But, yeah, know. yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it was, no, it was it yeah, it was, yeah, you know, it was, it was NZ. It was, it was just part yeah. of growing up. Yeah, 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 no doubt. So, so then, like, um, during that time when you guys were in Taranaki, like living in New Plymouth, like, kind of, would you say then that other things, like, just kind of, just the rest of general, kind of being young, being to be a mixing, playing league, like doing these other things, that kind of just you hadn't kind of specialized into painting graffiti yet, like hadn't fully taken you on that level where you, that was all you were doing. Cause, because when I, you know, obviously Daryl mentioned it and it's yep. kind of like the Merkster that I know is like fully formed, you know, like that's like you're a hundred percent in the game and you're obsessed, you know what I mean? And he talked about it. Like he was saying how, you know, you and you and Aaron would like be sweating them super hard for not coming out painting illegally and doing this and that, you know, <laughs> you know, like, I think what he said, he said that they they were saying, he was saying that you guys were like, oh, we're going to beat you up if you don't come out and paint. Well, so it wasn't so, so much we would beat him up, right? obviously. We were, that, that would never <laughs> yeah, because he's But it, it, it was in that same vein, you know, we yeah, were, yeah. we were, well, I was to the point where I, th I think I was like torn between two different worlds. It was mm. like I, I had Tank and I had Aaron B and I had Dion mm. and everything else. And so I had that element, yeah. element of being like um you know kind of rough and raw and and, mm. and being true to the game and whatever mm -hmm. else you want to label you know you can label mm -hmm. it whatever it is but then at the same time when i met daryl and everything else he mm. was he was I, I i think in my hindsight was that you know mm. I, was, I was writing on his uh, on his tailcoat and I, right right and I, and I was i was there because you know I guess I appreciated what he did and what he's done yeah. and yeah. Where, he, where he came from and everything else. Yeah. So it was, it was mm -hmm. more so about, you know, the history of what he had, um, you know, um, oh, yeah. established. Yeah. That's, that's why it felt real good to like really unload and say, like give him all that positive praise last week, because the thing is like, reflecting i just can't find an aspect of the culture in our country that he just didn't have a really kind of powerful impact over at some stage you know what i mean and he just mentored and and offered a lot of opportunity to to many of us you know and it kind of you know i think that doesn't get acknowledged enough which is why i just really wanted to like say to him bro like you're like a such a teacher for so many people and so many people had their kind of gateway into the game because of him you know? Yeah, it, it was, I it, I don't know, it, it was kind of ironic at the time. I know I messaged you as, as well before this, but it, yeah. it, it was it was like I was sitting on the couch. It was like, mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of the Canada, you know, yeah. uh, well, uh, Vancouver, Vancouver Island and everything else. And yeah. all of a sudden he, he pops up, you pop up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch in my undies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and then all of a sudden I hear your voice, his voice. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know, everyone, everyone else was like, you know, uh, <clears throat> everyone else was kind of drawn to it. And it was like, you know, this is happening. This is, this is what, you know, the interview's about and everything else. So it was like, it, it was, it was kind of nuts. So it was, it was, yeah. it was nice and it was refreshing to see that mm. kind of uh, level of, you know, intelligence and everything else coming from mm. yourself and Daryl and everything. So mm. it was, it was kind of cool. I, I was, yeah, I was blown away, especially like kind of at the end when he was talking about his current teacher, Sandy, uh, you know, and what he's doing, you know, and just how liberating that's been for him because that's like a conversation maybe we all couldn't have had at a certain yeah. point, you know what I mean? It takes a certain level of like a, an amount of life experience and maturity to get to a point where you can kind of let go of your, you know, oh, well, I'm askew, you know, I'm DLT, I'm Merc, you know, I'm whatever, you know, like where you just kind of level out again and you just become like yourself, you know? Yeah. But you... these, perso these personas we create when we're young, we create them because they're like body armor. Absolutely. You know, they're like, like, mm. When I was growing up, I, it was, you know, it was, it was weird. It was like, you know, it's like, okay, so I, I, I like graffiti. I do mm -hmm. graffiti. Mm -hmm. People like me. And then, yeah. and then I go to a party and people are like, that's America. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, but it, you know, it, but it's sort of, but it still feels good. It, it, it puts a little pep in your step when you're young, you know, to yeah. be infamous. I, you know? I, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, you're, you're there and it's like, you know, you're in between whatever step that is. And it's like, mm. you know, there's, there's that you know, bridge that makes it. And it's like, it's, it's, it's nice and it's cool. And it's your ego goes mm. from here to up here and everything, you know, so that's mm. fine. Yeah. But then to be someone, you know, as, as, I mean, and it's not to be, you know, disrespectful or whatever, but it's, as where Daryl was and how yeah. um, kind of humble he is within mm. within his own you know kind of mentality and everything else and mm. and, and and it's more it's more thought provo provoking it's it's more yeah, yeah. teaching it's it's more yeah yeah <clears throat> it's more involvement with you know you and me there's a mindset mm -hmm. you know we want to mm. be broader. You know. mm -hmm. There's, there's, yeah, there's a, you know, there's, there's a, there's a broader scope on what he is trying, trying to project. And yeah, and, yeah. I, and I got that when I, you know, when I first met him and everything, you know, it, mm. it was, it was, and, and, you know, it, I don't know if I told you this, when I, when I first met Daryl, it, it was like at the power station up in Mountain yeah. Road. There's, yep. I mean, like I said, a lot of it's music, a lot of the, a lot of my graffiti and everything else is is driven yeah. by music and everything, but the first time mm -hmm. I met Daryl was at the power station. And I knew yeah. he was playing there and everything else, and so you know, Dunhead yeah. was there and Singy Jim yep. and all the rest of them. So I knew Daryl was there. Yeah. I get up to the power station, and then all of a sudden it's like you know, you know, there's a guy and he's got tattoos, and so it's like okay, so it looks like Daryl, and it's like hey, you da yeah, you yeah. DLT, and he's like no. I'm yeah, so, I'm so Lee. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? So I was like, okay, who's that? <laughs> so who's Daryl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had, he had tattoos on his arms and everything else at the mm -hmm. time, and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I I was still 
at, at that time still you know very naive and and everything else between mm-hmm. you know uh upper posse you know between smooth crew between those those yeah. different steps <clears throat> along the way and everything else yeah. to make us where we mm-hmm. are today so yeah yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it was it was funny yeah so so rewinding a little bit so because i've always because i remember you i knew that aaron you know he he grew up mostly in melbourne right like so he and he was well known over there yeah he was like well known because i know which i didn't realize because when i went to melbourne and people like oh you know um you know porn i guess he wrote porn or porno back then and people knew about him you know and they're like oh he's another you know like they're like oh last time i saw aaron b he was walking down like the road headbutting shop windows like <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right, right but, you know. in New, in new zealand <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you went from australia to new zealand but i mean yeah. i mean that i mean ab's was like i don't know he was it was to me he, he was he was just as mental and disordered as what yeah. i was at the time you know, yeah, right. do you know what I mean? It, it was like mm-hmm. he was—he was just as crazy. He had the same drive. I don't know, yeah. you know, from his vision and what he was doing back then in Melbourne and everything else. It yeah. was—it was, and, and like you said, like I, I, you know, he had those different stories and everything else that I—I I, I had no connection to. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, when we were connecting together, we had this—this, this, you know you know, left kind of field. Yeah. We were, yeah. we were, we were on our own little planet. We were, you, you know, guys were. just as hungry, mm-hmm. just as, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just as How did you driven. meet, how did you meet him? Through like, tank. how did you guys even, just through Tank? Tank, Tank. Tank into, whoa. Well, no, not I didn't so realize tank. No, but it, it was, it was, it was, we were, we knew each, about each other and everything else. So, so my, yeah. my thing was like, when I, I think when we stepped backwards um, was when I was in Australia with Stephen, my brother, and everything else. Yeah. We and we were hanging out, and it was like it was like you know Melbourne. So it's like Melbourne. Yeah. You know, at the time it was like um, you know 90, 95, 94, Things were still happening. There was still mm. still active graffiti, and you could still see. Mm. You know the rattlers mm-hmm. going on and everything else, all the trains and and all the mm-hmm. systems and everything else. So me and Stephen, when we went over there, and it was yeah. it was it was like this huge connection between graffiti, being bad kids, being naughty, being yeah, being mm-hmm. you know a holes yeah. or whatever you know yeah. all the labels you could put onto it. Um, but mm-hmm. then <clears throat> I knew that you know after we left and everything else that. When I came back to Auckland, nothing mm. was happening. Right, right. So I was right. like, I was like, okay, it was like, you know, it's, it's nineteen, uh, it's like nineteen ninety, nothing's happening. No one's, no one's doing any graph or whatever. So it's like, why can't we continue that continuation? Because I knew Smooth Groove yeah. were doing it. I knew yeah, that yeah. everyone else was still happening, and you know, mm. it, 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 there was, there was like this light bulb that went off, but then it, you know, kind of, yeah. Uh, just, just you know, it went off. I uh, continued. So, so yeah. I thought, like, why, why wouldn't we continue this? 
you know, this vibrant, you know, idea about keeping graffiti alive and everything else. And so, yeah, yeah, I got to, I got to Auckland and it's like, it wasn't happening. And my idea was that, you know, I went, I went to go paint a wall and there was, mm. there was no tags. There was like, yeah, there was like, you know, minimal uh, whitewash or whatever. Every, it, there was yeah. no one, no one was, no one was, was doing what, you know, you, ex you would expect to do. Yeah. And it was wide open. So, so yeah, exactly. So like go down to New Lynn, go down to um, mm. uh, Newmarket and everything else and, and mm. all the walls were yeah. clean. They were clean. Mm. So it was like, yeah. <laughs> so to have that, uh, that uh, availability to go down to a wall, yeah, no one was tagging you. No one was like, you know, um, threatening you or mm -hmm. no one was uh, like, there was no influence to, you know, kind of cover whatever you, whatever piece you wanted to do so it, it was, yeah, yeah. was it was kind of nice to be able to have that free range and yeah, that, and, yeah. That's, and that's where i thought you know auckland should have been this is this is where mm. we you know um have been from the past from smooth and everything else and that you know the the train lines yeah, were yeah. open and there was there was there was yeah it, it, it was like a motorway and no one was on it yeah so, so. you know it's so it's so it's so wild bro because it's you know from from my perspective as someone that grew up in morningside and saw smooth you know kind of at the tail end of what they were doing around there and then there's this kind of period of time where it's like the focus is more like what you know what i talked to finer about you know yep. a few weeks ago which is more like the the more like la influence like tag banger kind of style of graffiti and the straights and all of that and that's kind of like what my Which understanding of graffiti was in our city. That... To be honest, I miss. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I miss, I miss that element of. Yeah. A wanker. <laughs> right, right. And like. Right, being, right. Yeah. And 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 like just messing up the motorway and messing up yeah. the highway or messing mm. up a wall that everyone looked at and it was it was it was beautiful. And the one person that, you know, I can associate that with was, was Dax. Yeah. Yeah. Was Tank. Yeah. Well, Tank, I mean, and we did talk about that a bit with Daryl last week because, I mean, I, I mean, as I said, I mean, he was the puppet master. He, he you know, he definitely wreaked a lot of havoc on the scene and, and definitely, like, a lot of people wanted to be around him and sponge up his kind of knowledge because he brought that kind of really authentic kind of Sydney kind of approach to, to graffiti and being a train painter and everything. But he knew that everybody was so desperate to soak up. So he knew how to leverage that and kind of play us against each other right. to an extent, you know, which he, which he did masterfully, you know what I mean? Puppet master. And, um, but... But I never, I never um, remember seeing really, like, fat cat like outlines like hollows on the main road before him you know what i mean like suddenly things went from like stock cat and bht to suddenly there were like fat cat like new york fat cat like hollows all down the main road and that's like you know and and you know raven oil and the ink and these like stained like you know mop tags yeah, yeah. drips it was it was it was, it was yeah. more destructive you were trying to yeah. make a mark that burned mm -hmm. and you were yeah. trying to put an influence on whatever you know the surfaces or the medium 
um, and you're yeah. trying to you're trying to you're trying to make that mark last for you know the next five ten years or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. So what I found really interesting, man, because I had no idea, like, because in my head, I remember seeing you and Aaron up and then Tank kind of joined the kind of the crew later. But you're saying that he actually was the person that linked you guys, you and Aaron together? Because you and Aaron were such a team, you know, in, in my eyes, well, that's no, my perspective. But... Yeah, in the, in the beginning, uh, I, mean, I think there's, there's even one piece that kind of, um, can, you know, that kind of um, concept, you know, it, it makes it makes everything kind of come together. It's like um, there was a there was a Morningside piece. Um, it was a Morningside, yeah, it was Morningside. Um, me mm. and Aaron, and we were we were supposed to piece together that day, and we were hanging out at um, um, with Damn Native and everything else. And we were we were, we enjoyed yeah. getting over the rest of it, and then we were supposed to go to this piece. I lost my yeah. outline and everything else, and like you know, because mm. I I'd, I'd, I'd like drew it for three days, had yeah, a, yeah. had an idea and everything else, and then all of a sudden I lost it, and then me and Aaron ended up piecing yeah. together. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it was the madcap art when we were in Morningside that um, yeah, me and him put together, and 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 that basically drove our hunger towards, you know, it, it, it was, it, I think, I think the majority of it was that you could, you could sit and hang out on a mm. Friday night on the train mm -hmm. line. <laughs> yeah. No one, no yeah. one could bug you or, you know, arrest you or whatever at yeah. the time and we yeah. were we were just hanging out and then so all of a sudden like we we could just hang out here like you know put whatever lights up that we needed to and just paint Damn. whatever we wanted to and no one would give a shit and so we yeah. were yeah we were we're in that frame of mind it's like okay so this is the first and then all of a sudden all these other pieces just kind of rolled kinetically alongside of it and it it, it was just it yeah. was it was, it was a frame of mind. Yeah. It was like, you were like, okay, so I can go down to Morningside, yeah. I can go down to Mount Eden, I can go down to, you know, Balmoral or whatever it was. Mm. And no one could bug me. Yeah. And so we we had yeah. that same thought process. And, you know, we, mm -hmm. were, we were happy to sit there, spend two, three hours or whatever. Because that, uh, that was the other mindset. Mm. We weren't spending. Yeah. We weren't spending. You know, two, two or three seconds on a piece. Yeah. We were no, spending hours. No. <laughs> like characters, and we were, you yeah. know, shading and everything else. And you're in the middle yeah. of the dark, and it's like, so you yeah. had to, you had to change your thought process, and you had to change your vision and everything else. So we mm. we were we were mm -hmm. in that we were in that same thought process where we were toning it down, but at the same time we were elevating what we were doing. <laughs> At the time, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I mean, it was impactful, you know. And then, and then we we thought of that part, me and Aaron, and then we met Tank, mm. and so Tank kind of mm. tipped, you know, tapped onto that, where it's like, I can do it on the yeah. train. <laughs> yeah, 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 because because the scene wasn't active on trains until no. basically he comes along, no. and then and then he he pioneers that whole thing in our city.
yeah. you know, like really pioneers it and, and nationwide really, because he was also bringing visitors over from Australia and they were doing big road trips and they were, yeah. you know, doing all sorts of mischief and painting trains everywhere that they could. And, yeah. and they were making all, the papers and yeah. Yeah. All the mischief. I mean, it was. All, all the mischief yeah. was that I, I was like sitting up at, you know, Mountie, I mean, uh, Auckland Central Station and then yeah. like, watching him he's just like you know okay so there's a train there it's like parnell everyone's looking at you but this is the train <laughs> so it's like yeah I'm gonna, yeah I'm yeah i'm gonna paint this train and nobody cares yeah and, and it, it was that yeah it was that you know it was that my thought and that process where he was mm. able to just like disconnect from it and he was able yeah. to you know do what he did and you know, you know, a huge respect to to, and 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 a, a huge respect to what he what he was doing at the time and everything else. Mm -hmm. But it, it, yeah. it, it was it was more so that it was a frame of mind. It was it was thought process. Mm. It was like you know, yeah. I'm not going to get caught. I'm doing yeah. this. It's happening, and that's yeah. that's that's what that's how I thought. And it's, uh, yeah, you know, that's how it happened. <laughs> I mean, it's it's wild to me that, because you know, like that's all of us. Yeah, you know, you know, it's so funny. It's wild to me to reminisce to that era. Like, you just really took me back because those pieces of Morningside you speak of, like, are some of the first pieces since the Smooth Crew stuff that I saw, you know, in the flesh. And I, I actually went down onto the train tracks with my mum because I didn't have a camera. I was like, I gotta, I gotta get photos of this somehow. And I knew my mum had a camera she inherited from her grandfather, and I was like please, can we go for a walk down and get a photo? And my, my mom still has a photograph of me sitting, like, posing in front of those pieces. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like posing, like, I don't know who did it or anything, but I'm just, like, so excited to see it, you know? And the first time I, I went to Combat Zones, my mom worked, she was a flower wholesaler, and she worked at the flower markets right next to Combat Zone. She's oh, no wow. longer there. But there's, remember there was a milk factory there, and on the other side was a flower market. And uh, my mom worked there and I used to have to go up and visit her at work from time to time, have lunch with her or whatever, like, because I was doing correspondence. I was homeschooling and I would ride my bike up through the tunnel. And I remember the first time seeing the pieces that were, that, that ended up being in the, um, um, in the horrified one video that in the background, yeah. you guys have painted there, the damn native. And just like, for, for years, graffiti was kind of like one thing, like I saw that early stuff. And then there's just this big block that's like just tags, just a lot of tags and some silver stuff like Callus and Trojan and Alvis kind of doing blocks and things like that, you know, rough and then it's rough. just like, it was rough. <laughs> and then it, and then it, and then it's color. And then suddenly it's color and it's characters, B-boy characters and yeah. full productions, you know, tight lettering and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. It's, it, it just was like, it's like someone just turned the flashlight on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, well, what what is this? And that and that was the mindset, like you were saying. It's like, mm. you know, there was days when, you know, when TCGs, remember TCGs and their their straight up and down tags and everything else and that yep. that's all yep. you ever saw. And I was like, Yeah, you know, there's there's there's, mm -hmm. there's better things. Yeah. That. Come on. <laughs> you know, we get we can do better than that. But anyway, right, right. It, it was it was it was just part of that process and it, it was like, you know, and then you get the callus mm. and then you get the you know, I got Rave and they got Riot and they got Fury and I got all these Riot, all these yeah. guys on that same yep. 
same thought process and they all you know kind of just ripping ripping on um you know their style and what they thought was Mm -hmm. you know kind of kind of a an idea where you know it's normal and and this is what we do Mm. and then then, yeah yeah you know to be coming from you know where i was at the time and it's like you know uh, you know, it's a three-hour, it's a two-hour thought process on, you know, outlying, you know, characters mm-hmm. and, and putting on the color yeah. and everything else and, and go through that process of putting a little bit more effort mm-hmm. into than what, mm-hmm. you know, a, 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 a you know, 30 second throw-up was or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's, mm. it, it's, it's just, it, you know, it's it still brings me back to, I, I I enjoyed that process and I and I enjoyed mm. you know um, you know that rivalry and you know being yeah. <laughs> being kind yeah of, you know well you guys really had a rivalry with obviously there was a it was a famous rivalry between you and those guys with Riot Rave and Fury <laughs> and there was a lot a lot of back and forth between you guys back in those days and, and it was it was ironic to the point where we got to the end of it. And yeah. you know, this is, this is like I don't know six, seven years later, and I actually get to meet Ryan. Yeah. Oh, like you fuck you. <laughs> oh, really? So but, you and no, him no, never met much, that entire that's time? Much flip you, but it, it was like yeah, you know, there was there was there was an understanding or this mm. weird weird kind of concept where it's like. I put all this effort into everything else. Yeah. I finally get to meet you like 10 years yeah. later and I fucking hated you for yeah. X amount of years and everything else. And then yeah. I get to meet you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I get to meet you and it's like, oh, it's not even worth it. <laughs> but, the cra- but, the, but the craziest thing about Riot is that he was just so damn charismatic yeah. that you just would find it persistent. when you would hang out with him, you would find it impossible to hate him. Like he would, he would tag, he would tag on... He he would tag on something of yours, you know, and um, you'd see him. You'd be like, "Bro, you you tagged all over my background." You go, "Well, how the fuck else will you know that I've seen it?" Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you'd just be like, "Oh, yeah. okay." There was, like, there was like that a was shallow, you know? shallow undertone of his, you know, his whatever the fuck you want, <laughs> want to label it as, and um, it was it was it was kind of cool that you know after so many years, it was like, you know, I hated you for so long. And then all of a sudden, I, 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 you're in front of me, and I and I could, you know, smash the shit out of you, <laughs> but I couldn't give a shit at that age yeah, yeah. and everything else. Yeah. So it was like, it was, and you know, there was there was a few of them. You know, there was Rave, there was uh, Fury, there was there was a, there was a few people that you know I I kind of wanted to give you know um, mm-hmm. a long term cuddle. <laughs> Yeah, you you had a you had a reputation for being kind of gnarly though. Like, um, I I I don't know if you remember the first time that you and I ever met, but it was super funny. Like, um, I was painting the Morningside Wall with Charles and TKB and a few other guys, and I decided that I was just going to paint something also just on the station because you know how loose it was in those days. It's broad daylight. People got yeah. their cars parked up on the station like it's nothing. And I'm doing some black and white thing and I turn around and I see you walking up and I never met you in my life, but something just told me that it was you, you know what I mean? And you're walking yeah. up and I remember <laughs> I like turn around and I was like, um, 
I was like, oh, what's up, man? And you just looked at me and you went, <laughs> and then just went over and chatted to Charles. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Merckster. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. I mean, you're... <laughs> you're right. It was it was weird growing up in that era because yeah. it was like so many people put you on so many different levels or pedestals. Mm. And I, I, I remember mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. to parties. I remember going to parties with mm. Dax or with Tank and stuff and Aaron and that. Yeah. And people were like, that's them. You know, like, like yeah, we, yeah. we were the big thing. And it was like, you know, I, I, at the time, I didn't think anything of myself. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think I was, uh, you know, super hot, you know, hot or whatever. And, you know, I was, mm. I was a rock star or whatever. But it was mm-hmm. it was it was interesting to the people, you know, perceived what we were as people and mm-hmm. what we have done mm-hmm. as as yeah. in, as far as graffiti went. So it it was it was kind of crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, as as much as as much as I love the industry and 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 everything else, it was um, you know, there was there was there was there was a lot of hot moments and there was. <laughs> You know, yeah. as in like yeah. confronting, confronting moments. Um, but it, yeah, it was yeah. it was just part and parcel, part and parcel of the you know who we were and what we were trying to do, mm. and you know um, hanging out hanging out with Aaron and hanging out hanging out with um, Tank. They those guys drove me to be more, I guess, more. Um, um, like active toward being a writer, mm. being um, yeah, you know, like um, hitting the trains, hitting hit, hitting those industries, as opposed mm. to you know, as much as much as I love you know, Ar- I mean, um, Daryl and Otis and everything else, mm. they drove me towards being more commercial, and so yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was but... I was conflicted between both. You know, mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. industries, and I mm-hmm. love both of them. You know, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it was, it was, it was more raw when I was with Aaron and you know, and mm-hmm. Dax and everything. And we could, you yeah. know, Dax would go out rack paint, you know, solely, and everything. Everyone else would just, just yeah. go bananas. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, we go, we go out, and then we'd, we'd you know, drink or whatever and, and it'll be a Friday night and we just like map out what we're going to do. And then I would always, you know, be part mm. of that. But then at the same time, I'd be hanging out with um, Otis and Daryl uh, and everything else. And it'll be, it'll, it'll be a little bit more refined. Yeah. It'll be a little bit more, you know, constructed yeah. where it's like, okay, this is what we're doing. And these, these are the reasons why mm-hmm. we're doing it because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's, it's industry, mm-hmm. it's money. It's, it's, it's all these yeah, things yeah. that are drive, driving us to, you know, be yeah. better and, and, and or not, only, yeah. not only to be better, but also to, you know, give an influence to other people. So yeah. it's, it's, it's not, they, um, yeah. They were shaping culture too in another way because they had a reach into the mainstream that sort of became quite powerful, you know, like doing doing big mural projects like the Wall of Fame, which we talked a lot about. And you were involved in like both both iterations of that. You were on the very first Wall of Fame, yeah. the earlier one, and then on the big project as well. Yeah, and yeah. you 
you came you came across that that new generation at that point because like obviously there's a moment where it's like it's literally just you guys you know yeah. like the whole kind of scope <laughs> of the scene is like as far as pieces just you guys for a minute you know what i mean and then suddenly you know this project happens there's a whole wave of young hungry west auckland taggers that suddenly learn through all you guys how to paint pieces and, and you know you encounter people like charles you know addict and all these guys they're all kind of come about yeah. at that time and suddenly then it's an explosion like a total explosion yeah. of graffiti all of a sudden suddenly it's like it goes from being able to go to morningside and paint a piece and not be, be bothered yourself. to like yeah. suddenly we're, we're all popping out of all us guys are popping out of every <laughs> nook and cranny coming up and talking to you guys you're, you're down on the tracks on a sunday and you meet a hundred people you know yeah. what i mean and that happens in the space of what two years it suddenly just blows up like that yeah, I, I think, I mean, within reason, it's like, it, it was from, like, 1990 to 95, where, like, just graph in, in Auckland just went bananas. And and it mm. was it was to the point, you know, I, I was, you know, I, I had no um, footing or no kind of um, grounding of where I was at the time. Mm. 1990 mm. to 1995 um, without, you know, riding on the tailcoats of, you know, um, Daryl and, um, you know, Otis, because they, mm -hmm. they, they had that influence, that public influence, which, which I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Know, and they, and they had, and they, they had mm. that, um, you know, connection between, you know, being, being a rough and hoary, <laughs> kid growing up and everything else to putting in the perspective mm. where you know you can you can and you will make money from this and so mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. that part of it was you know through their you know experience and everything else that they've they've done in the mm -hmm. past and so and yeah that, yeah and that's and that's where i was you know i, I was in mm -hmm. between I, I, I wouldn't say that i were you know made a difference between what I was doing at the time and that hunger that I had and everything else. Mm. I think, I think there was, there was a slight, you know, elevation between me, Aaron tank and everything where we, we had that, we had the public side where we wanted to be mm. more visual and we wanted to take yeah. over and be that, you know, that, 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 sh you know, Oh, that shithead or that rat bag. <laughs> of, yeah, yeah, right. Of, of just being in your face and you shouldn't be doing this, but we're doing it anyway. And and I think that's that's where most of my hunger came from. And then at the same time, I got mm -hmm. you know the the refined part of it, where it's like uh, Arrow and Otis at the time, where where yeah. we were, um, you know, a little bit more. There is there is money to be made. There is there is you know mm -hmm. there is there was a lot of you know like you you've, you've been through the same the same process, you know where you can, yeah yeah where you make money from it, and it's it's the love mm -hmm. and the passion, but at the same time yeah you know what makes sense and what you know why are we mm -hmm. here, and it's it's education. Yeah. It's always education. It's always making but, making sense. But, but of what it's we funny. Doing. It's it's funny because like 
you know, from, from the point of view of like myself and Charles and our generation, when we came up, like we saw you, we saw Tank, we saw Daryl, we saw Otis, like we saw all these different kind of modes of doing things, right? Yeah. And to us, we just think it's all fair game. Like we weren't really <laughs> in the mentality, we weren't in the mentality of like, uh, I need to specialize, sure. like how people later were like, oh, I'm just a train rider or I'm just a bomber or I'm just, just like, I was like, yeah, like yeah, one of the yeah. first people to motivate me to make a portfolio make a portfolio and go and ask for jobs was tank like tanks one of the first people yeah. like the hardcore bomber guy is saying to me you're a talented artist like and you got all these drawings and everything why don't you go ask for your local wall you know and like i would be painting at a wall or whatever like would, would have a legal spot and he would come down and like as hardcore as he was he would still show me some vital piece of information like he'd be like you know, when you use high pressure paint, you know, you should hold it upside down and let a portion of the gas out. So the release is a bit slower and you get more control, you know, like he would still, he was still a teacher too, you know, which is, which is yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? And, and I like that, but, but I, I can imagine it would have been different for you guys are kind of like, well, you're carving your lane. You know what I mean? Like, whereas when we came, there were lanes already carved. So we're like, well, we can kind of just kind of fit into all of these, you know, all yeah. these grooves. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, you know, to be, to be honest and everything, it was like to be, you know, it's like you, you know, there was within a certain realm of um, guidance, I guess, and, and like there's, there was a little bit of a direction and like when mm. we were doing it, like even when I was, I like no one told me. No one told me that, no. you know, um, <laughs> like I, I was thinking about yeah. this the other day. It was like, I, I still don't have a black book. I got all my yeah. photos stolen um, up at um, yeah. the Blue Tile Lounge like years ago. Like some kid just, just come up and ganked me. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, damn, you know, this kid's just like, took, you, you know, took your, took your whole photo out of Took, took everything yeah. like so it's like you know i don't right. have that <laughs> connection anymore <laughs> it was like mm. you know to, to be reflecting yeah. on what it was back then i was like you know, mm. you know should be a lot more smarter should be a lot more queued up um but yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, it was it was you know auckland it was it was like yeah you know, we it, it it was just part and parcel we were we were just we were raw you know, there was not yeah, a lot of yeah. places, not a lot of places were doing, and it, and it still is today. Like, I mean, I mean, mm. I'm in Canada, like uh, Vancouver Island mm. and everything else up Canada, but it, mm. it, I still draw on what's happening in New Zealand today mm. to help me yeah. through what's happening now in Canada, because yeah, yeah. You know, considering you know the lockdown and everything else and whatever else is going mm -hmm. on it's it's like that mindset and that ability to be able to control um you know um restrictions and everything else that she put in place mm -hmm. but where we are mm -hmm. today we're, we're miles behind like it's it's right it's, yeah 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 I'll, you, you're telling me i'm in i'm in santa clara county and <laughs> in, in, in san jose you know yeah and oh my god it's it's a shit yeah, show yeah. i mean i'm on uh saturday yeah. i fly back and you know, I, and with I, my I watch, wife and i 
watch you guys. I watch you guys on TV, and I was like, yeah, you know, it's like the U.S. The U.S. is a joke, and it's like uh, being being wow. this close, being this close to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. you know the U.S. and everything else, and mm-hmm. reflecting on where I was in Australia, it was like yeah, you know, and same concept. It's like you know we yeah. have bad neighbors. You know, Australia, yeah. Australia is our bad neighbor when we're in New Zealand, and when we're in America, yeah, yeah. America is it. So it's like it's the best. It's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a no-brainer. But it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, to be able to 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 go through that and and living down, you know, I was I was in um, Melbourne and living there for ten years and everything else. Yeah, um, to yeah. go through that whole mentality, you know, I I love Australia. Australia's, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was born and bred there, but grew up in New mm-hmm. Zealand. But it's it's just part yeah. and parcel about you know where where we are and uh, yeah, living, yeah. living states and everything else. Um, and mm. I mean, it's it's for me living in Melbourne and and seeing the art form, yeah. seeing the art form and seeing you know uh, there's there's that street art mentality behind it, which which you know I still love but i could still stand back from and watch from a distance Mm. and be in love with it yeah yeah um yeah there's there's like melbourne melbourne's amazing um conceptually where it's like um there's there's so many different elements of it and there's so many things driving it to be the city that it Mm. is um and living there and everything else yeah um but there's there's a lot of things where I did you know when I was living there I developed um, um, uh, like photographs where it's it's a train where you could you know basically graffiti and and I know we yeah, talked yeah. about it um, briefly it was like a, pro- a product you made like for drawing for drawing on yeah 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 there was there was a ton of it's weird and it's were like you... over over the years I've, I've developed the mindset of not only being a graffiti writer, but also developing things that, you know, could help us, but also teach us and then um, get us, you know, mm-hmm. towards a broader market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you when you were in Melbourne, because I, I know, like, you know, because you're, you're like a chef, right? Like, you're, you're trained to be a chef and you've been cooking for, like, your whole life as well, right? So was that what kind of took you over there? Like was working and chefing over there, and same same for 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 Canada as well. Yeah, but mainly, um, yeah, the drive was to you know to get the family over, um, yeah, to be to be in a different place and everything else. And you know, when I got to Melbourne, I was like, um, yeah, you know, within five five years, I was um, you know in terms of thirty six chefs. And I was I yeah. was in a I was in a kitchen wow. I was in a kitchen where I had like two executive chefs a chef de cuisine, um like two or three people yeah. above me, and then I had to can wow. you know um like orchestrate what chefs were saying to thirty five people at a time. Yeah, and then you know that was Melbourne, wow. and then and then I get to Canada and I get to Canada and it's like holy shit everything's like upside down. Everything's backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like the complete opposite of what I grew up and knew. 
Um, and yeah. then I landed in uh, Montreal. Montreal, and I was doing some painting over there in Montreal for a little mm. bit. But um, yeah, but, yeah, it was it was I was kind of lucky when I got to Montreal when I um, gravitate. We it was weird. We gravitated towards well, I did towards five different Kiwis. Yeah, and right. Oh, we wow. got Crazy. to we 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 all we all got to you know share and swap our yeah. war stories, I guess, about yeah. marrying Canadians, <laughs> Canadian women. <laughs> right, right. So it was like it was like for eight months, we were like, yeah, you know, it it felt like home. I was yeah. I was completely out of my element. I was completely in a different country. I've never, and, and this is the other thing I thought about as well, is like I've never felt as so much uh, racism. <laughs> in, right, right. In Montreal, Montreal, like, uh, than what yeah. I did there in my whole life. Right. Even in New Zealand. Wow, really? It was, it was wow. weird. Wow. It's yeah. so crazy because Montreal, like, it's, it's, I thought it was like, it's like the most multicultural city. No, it's Toronto's most multicultural city in the world. Yeah, my yeah. bad. But yeah. Yeah. But but so Montreal, you 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 found that it was like a different kind of energy rough. to back home or it was into rough. Australia. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, That's so and, wild to me. Yeah. And, and you know, um, at the time, um, Dre was born, so I got mm. two more kids um, past yeah. um, Paris and Misha. Yeah. And uh, you know, Paris was born in '92. Misha was born in '95. Yeah. And, and yep. you know, Paris, I mean, Dre was born. Now is, is also a great artist in his own right. Five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Paris, wow. Paris Amazing. in his own so, let's, let's, right. Let's, yes. Yeah, let's, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Step in. Sorry, you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you go, oh, you go. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean... He's he's always been amazing. He's always been, you know, that fundamental drive. I think I think that was the biggest, you know, push for me mm -hmm. to be yeah. who I am today because of yeah. what Paris was, you know, nineteen ninety five. Um and I mean sorry, nineteen ninety two. But he was I like I said, I me and Stephen, my brother, we were over in uh, Melbourne at the time and we got yeah. back. And I had, yeah. you know, two years later, I had Paris, and he was yeah. he was like the driving force. I was yeah. like, I was like twenty years old, had no idea, yeah. had no idea what I'm doing. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, I needed some direction and everything mm -hmm. else, and he was he was the one that kind of pushed me, you know, yeah. into 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 who I am today because of yeah. you know. To be able to hold someone, to have someone, yeah. you know, that young yeah. and that innocent in your hat, in your hands, and everything else, yeah. and then, and yeah. then, and then you go, I'm gonna go out and do, I'm gonna go out and write your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you did. You know? you, I mean, for a long time, you you wrote his name everywhere, and and you said that you never really kept a black book, but I do remember that you had a black book for Paris that we all drew in. Because he came down to a wall years later as a teenager when we're painting. I hadn't seen him for a long time. He was just like, you know, he was such a cute, it was such a cute little kid. You know what I mean? And then like he rocks down and he's like a little man. 
Yeah, and, like, um, blonde, and we're like, oh shit, it's, it's Paris, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes down and he's got this book. Uh, and I remember sketching it. It's got Gasp sketches, Sans, me, Deus, like everyone. It's got sketches from everybody. And you had collected sketches for him. And then he kept kept using that book. You know what I mean? Had his own mm-hmm. sketches. And he had yeah. he had the PRS one outline. He had it down exactly the same as you used to do it. So it was kind of like a continuation when he started writing. And it was like, it just it just carried on. It's like, it's like PRS just never kind of left. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, he, he definitely gave me a lot of drive towards, you know, just just giving. Like, I, yeah. I always wanted to do more than what he was, mm. you know, what it, what, you know, what we were doing. You know, he was mm. his kid at the time and everything else. And it, it, it was mm. more so about, um, you know, his name, his, his reputation. Mm. But he had no idea mm. what was happening at the time. So it, it was, yeah. it, it was, it was more just me pushing and pushing that, you know, I wanted, mm. I wanted to project, I guess, what he was, he was about and everything else, you know, he was, he was yeah. my son and, you know, I, I was stoked about, you know, what we were doing at the time. And then Misha, mm-hmm. Misha was my other daughter it was my daughter yeah. she's like you know 95 and it was the same thing it was like we were just yeah it was it was it was you know it, it was weird to the point where it's like i had a boy and then i had a girl and you yeah. sh- you know as far as a male dominated industry and mm. you know um you know outlet i guess you could say graffiti mm. um mm she wasn't as much of a part of it as yeah. much as, you know, every, every man have, you know, a son, but at the same time, we need daughters. We need, <laughs> we need, where we need that grounding. Yeah. We need, we need to be, you know, humble about, you know, who we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, they were such great little kids, though. Like, I just, I still have such a vivid memory of coming out over to your house and hanging out and just, you know, laughing because those two were super cute, real nice, nice natured little kids. So both of them were like really outstanding children, you know. And um, it's so crazy to kind of fathom that they're like adults out in the world now, you know, because they're sort of. That's why I did a double take when Paris rocks down to this wall, and we're like, "What the hell?" Because he's like a little. Uh, He's kind of a spitting image of you, you know, in a way, you know, <laughs> at that age, you yeah, know, yeah. he looks like kind of the same. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. wild, you know. Yeah, man. So, oh, man, it's, it's, it's so crazy. I wanted to ask you about, you know, like just to backtrack a little bit about doing that Wall of Fame project, because like one of the big kind of links is that there's that really fantastic photo of um, all of you in front of the first version of the Newland Wall you did. And there's a, 13 or 14 year old Charles who's already like twice as big as everybody wearing a Chicago <laughs> Bulls singlet standing in the back. And I learned he'd been hit, hit by a car and was actually on crutches at the time because he just had a, had surgery. So I think, think he hadn't been fully present for the whole wall, but he had been there mentored by you guys. Did it, did it bug you out just to see that little, that kid and then just to see like what a, what a hugely prolific artist he became? I mean that yeah, that that kid 
Cristiano Charles it always showing such a strong presence you know yeah. he was he was he was like at the time uh, what, <laughs> what was he he was like this kid with fucking 10 dead raccoons on his head because he had an afro <laughs> And they were like <laughs> fluorescent, <laughs> like brown, gray, whatever. Like he, he was, had to hit the sun in, so it was like uh, an orange uh, color. <laughs> sun, <laughs> sun bleached raccoons on his head. Uh, <laughs> but he was, yeah, he was, he was, he was definitely, you know, there was a, there was a lot of them. There was there was a lot of standout kids within that uh, industry mm. in that time and everything. But he was, he was part of it. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, he he definitely had his own presence. Mm. You know, he was he was you know he it, it was it was fun. I think it's I think it's you know reflective and it's it's also um, part of it is is nice to see that you could step back from it and see that mm. his involvement, his progression, his you know, growth and everything else as mm. a human, or just as a mm. just as a person, as an artist, and everything else. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I you know, love seeing him, you know, manifest into his own personality, his own being, mm. his own you mm-hmm. know, who he is. It's it's yeah, it's 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 part of the it's part of the process. It's like. You know, there's yeah. so many people that we've come across in these so you know short period and everything else, and and that's what I was I was kind of looking at. It's like it 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 wasn't it wasn't that long. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you know, it felt we, like forever. We yeah we <laughs> we we jumped from here to there within yeah you know, two three years easily. Yeah 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 absolutely man. No, it's so crazy, man. I, I, I just think of just how powerful that moment was. So, like, that kind of explosion of hip-hop, you know, culture. And then there was this kind of visual outlet and everything was, like, aligned at the right time. I think about videos like the Burn Time video with Lost Art, you know, like, at Toast Heaven. And it's got all the murals in the background. I talked with Daryl a bit about it last week. I think about the Horrified One video with the pieces on, yeah. you know, that you guys did. Morningside, oh, sorry, at uh, Combat Zone. You know, I think about Chains being like the biggest song at that time, having a number one, you know, rap song, you know, and Shea Fu becomes like kind of just like the, I don't know, the Stevie Wonder or something of our, <laughs> of our scene, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like just, just so, so much happened at that time, you know, and it was just, it was just a very, I mean, one or two things could have gone differently and it might have never happened. You know what I mean? I think, I think from like I was saying before, it's like you know, even in 1984, it was the music and it was it was the those influences, mm. like everything that you've just said was mm. um, music. It was it was driven. Yeah. It was driven from you know listening and seeing all our friends and seeing where they are mm. and seeing you know mm. hearing 
hearing that um you know element of um you know music beatbox you know yeah. hip hop and mm. and then and then you know correlating between um the visual part of it and everything else was was to drive mm -hmm. you know us to be hungry for you know to, to make things you know bigger and better than than what they were at the time it's like it was yeah. it, you know it, to me it, to me it's music yeah and, yeah absolutely yeah. I mean, I think that was that was undoubtedly the glue yeah. at that time, you know, like because the music was the thing that pushed through into the mainstream. Yeah. You know, like I, I remember at the time, at the time, the kind of like Chains was like number one, you know, you know, Joint Force, you know, had been a thing and they'd put their videos out, you know, and you had a lot of other groups like Damn Natives is just like the most pivotal group. But also for me, like, you know, there were other people, you know, Urban Disturbance who were like, you oh, know, yeah. um, massive, you know. You know, um, you know, and on the south side, you know, you had people like Ermin and Lost Tribe and all kind of happening, you know, um, and uh, De Hamor, you know, um, you know, all of them, you know, and it was just, it was, that was pushing through, permeating its way into the mainstream, but it needed a, it needed something visual, you know, as well. And, and, and so all the other elements kind of rode through into the kind of the, the mainstream psyche, you know, off the, off the back of that. Um, but isn't it crazy to see how it, how far it's come? I mean, do you look, if you keep up with things going on out there <laughs> and, at home, like what do, what do you make of the scene now when you look at it, you know? I, you know, there's, there's like even, even Paris like hooked me up with, um, mm. is it Ills? Like a yeah, young yeah. cat that's just like, you know, took all these photos from day one, you know, and, and, mm. and you know, I, like I said, I had no idea. Um, but at the same time, it's like um, all my photos uh, I'd lost through someone getting ganked, mm. whatever. Mm. But um, but it's it's to be involved within that, you know, to be humble to the point where it's like you were you were part of that process, but you were almost mm. removed because there was there was all these things happening around you that, yeah. you know, that you weren't even part of or you weren't in control of. And all these people mm -hmm. were connecting and being, you know, being an, an element of um, whatever, whatever it was at the time, you know, yeah. um, 94, 94 people were just grabbing photos and everything else. I mean, even for me, I, I, I I'm pretty sure I've got like a bunch of negatives that no mm. one has anymore, you know, because no one, yeah, takes yeah. No, not, everything's digital now. So it's like, I, yeah, I, got yeah. a, I, I got a bunch of negatives and, you mm -hmm. know, I'm probably pretty sure the kids have it, but I was, I remember taking photos and then not being able to see that photo until mm you know, two weeks later or whatever it was, yeah. when I paid for it, yeah, yeah. when I got developed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so yeah. there, was, there was that whole thought process of it and everything else. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, I still wish, you know, in a romantic way that I was still involved with it, but I still yeah. don't, I, I still, you know, appreciate what you guys have done, you know, mm -hmm. TD and yourself and everything, everyone else and fats and all the rest of it. But mm. it's, it's, it's part of, 
you know, that idea of letting go, I guess, about, you know, you, you, Mm -hmm. you, you built on whatever it is that, you know, these, these blocks and everything else that you made it. And then now it's, Mm. now it's, you know, leveled out to here and there's, there's that beyond, you know, there's that beyond part. I guess, I guess, I guess it's the thing that we all feel like it's kind of like, you know, when do you leave? For me in like 2011, you know, I had some health issues and I really couldn't paint at the pace that my friends were anymore. And I had had a kind of second win. Like I was already right. feeling like a, a, well, I, I had like, um, I collapsed one day and I had like all the symptoms of a stroke and I was like paralyzed down one side of my body. And, you know, I've, I've told the story a few times, but it's like, well, pretty yeah, serious you, at the time. You probably but it took a couple of years more, to kind of recover than, fully. And in which would more paint than any of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could have. It could have. We don't know what it was entirely, but I'm not ruling that out. Um, I guess what happened was yeah. like um, I, w- I was exhausted, you know, and I, I realized I had to take a, a back seat, and I had kind of already been slowing down, and then burst, and all the G back guys, and that whole generation really took off, you know. And I was painting with them, and then there was another generation that came along, like the MTS guys were getting really active, and I was painting with all of them. And uh, suddenly, I just had to tap out for a while, you know what I mean? And like, probably to a lot of people, it didn't look like I slowed down that much. But for me, as someone that was accustomed to painting three or four nights a week, you know, it just it just suddenly it wasn't achievable anymore, and I was exhausted. And life life takes over then suddenly you have to start thinking about well you know like there's this this thing that defines me you know this is the only thing that defines me who am who am i without this thing who am i really you know i had to go through all of that you should you should throw some children in in between that line yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's definitely the big wake up for, for everybody and everybody that's definitely become a parent, you know, is, uh, you know, that's that's definitely something they've been through when you realize that there's more important things, you know, I guess. Um, but, you know, it's it's hard and you, you sometimes have to kind of assess and be like, well, you know, like, um, have I contributed enough to the continuum of this thing? Did I, am, am I am I going past my prime? Am I, am I Muhammad Ali coming back, you know? And trying to fight way after I shouldn't, and now I'm on a on a on a pro wrestling show, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it's it's am I am I that amazing pivotal rap group that should release an album, you know, now trying to do something modern, you know? Am I, you know, you you think about these things? Am I, you know, can I still contribute to this? You know, I guess. And um, you know, I had to ask myself that. Yeah, it's you know? all it's all conceptual. And, um, you, you know, you and understand. You... Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you continue, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's 100%. I you know, respect you mm. know, what you've done and what you've been through and everything else. It's like, you know, as much as, you know, I, I feel as though my little small part of it all, and this is the other part, like my mum, my mum rang me up just before this interview and she says, mm-hmm. why are they calling you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything we did, you know, when I was growing up and everything else, and what you, yeah. you know, influenced and and everything that I, you know, I couldn't watch the Tuesday documentary and everything else. And she was yeah. like, "So, 
she had no concept of it. And I was like, yeah, right. And I was trying to put it in perspective for her. But it's, it's yeah. you know, it's just as much as me being that small in that world where, you know, mm. the influence that you've had and as much as, you know, what I've done and, and like, uh, I just scratch the surface on top of what, mm. you know, I think the placement that I, you've, I think you've, it's about, you've put yourself. Well, I think it's about finding peace with like our contribution to and understanding that it's kind of a young person's game, you know what I mean? And it's better better to let those young ones carry it on, you know, and, and push it into new directions, you know, because, yeah. you know, we're, we're nostalgic. Like when we get talking about these days, you know, we get all misty eyed and we start talking about the paints that we used and what the trains look like and the fact that the cops hardly ever hassled us and all of these kind of things, you know. Golden days, golden days. Like, you know, golden days. You know, you know, one thing that I wanted to say, I meant to say it earlier, that I always thought was really cool was like, um, and obviously because you guys had um, kind of a knowledge of paint from overseas and everything, but one thing that really defined your guys' stuff like so much was that you guys used to use a lot of um, Tuxin and Tana paint. They really like, informed you. Like so yeah, out. Like there was, there was, you know, and that how how amazing was that? Like, Tuxin. I mean, Tuxin. Tuxin was a luxury. It was like you were, yeah. you know, you knew the you knew the budget was pretty big when you were using Tuxin. <laughs> and that was for that was that was artists. But like I said, that was artists. It's like you know, um, and. I think it was. I think it was the connection between the magazines between Australia and everything else, because that's what they they were putting the magazine, being like um, broken everything one else for um, hype magazines. Mm. So you knew that if you were using that paint, mm. I mean, even even just, it was like, you know, it was like I don't know, sniffing. <laughs> I don't know, whatever you you your best girlfriend's fucking panties on it. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it was some of the, it was some of the best paint, but then um, touch-ups, touch-ups were funny. I was, I was talking about this a while ago. It was like, yeah. Um, it with was the push, down at Jeff's Emporium. Jeff's mm. Emporium down at, um, you know, Dominion yeah. Road. Um, so there was it's fifty a can, and, and and you know the cobalt was was one of the best colors, and, and me and Aaron would would just like you know rifle or just get down there before they'd open, just to buy all of them before anyone else. So there was there was a lot of wow. there was a lot of different um, things that were happening, and then they, you had spray coat. Spray coat, you know, spray coat was yeah. another element to it. And then um, I think mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing for me at that time, when you know there were so many different color ranges, you know, you had plas- uh, plastic coat, you had um, spray yep. coat, you had, you had so many different things, uh, elements or mediums. But then um, the biggest thing was me um, mixing colors. Like I yeah like, right right I I saw on the net. Like you could, mm. you know, freeze a can in the freezer. Mm. So I, I was putting mm-hmm. cans in the freezer. 
and then I was putting, yeah. then I had a I had a sink, like the kitchen sink, and I'd fill it up with hot yeah. water, and I'd put all my cans mm -hmm. in the hot water, and then I'd have an adapter, mm -hmm. and that shit mm -hmm. would change the cold air from the hot air, and it would yeah. completely change the, you know, whatever, you know, black from yellow, and yellow from black, mm -hmm. and whatever else. So mm -hmm. I, was, I was mixing colors from, you know, um, the freezer and the and using the hot water and everything else, and that to me yeah. that to me that was that was more buzzy, and I've always yeah. I've, I've always liked that scientist or that um, yeah yeah know, um, element of um, you know moving things and progressing things and making things better and mm -hmm. everything else like yeah. um, those, it's ingen those... it's ingenuity you know yeah. Mm -hmm. um there was there was there was a few there was a few things that kind of you know drove me towards um doing and and making things better you know i i yeah. in australia i brought uh, a vinyl cutter like just randomly yeah right and mm -hmm. and it, the idea was that i could you know um well this this is part of what what you influenced me on was illustrations mm. and doing, um, right. um, you know, InDesign and um, Illustrator on uh, Adobe. Yeah, and I yep, and yep. I had I had no idea. Like I, I was like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, big fat fingers, and I was pushing all the buttons <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. I went from, and I went from PC to Mac, and I was trying to yep. figure out what you were doing when you were doing mm -hmm. it and then I was like, you know, there's there was a bunch of light bulbs. And it was it was just that thought process of making things better from what or what you knew and what you had learned yeah, yeah. and then connecting mm -hmm. them to make them better mm -hmm. than what they are. So I Yeah, I, yeah. I went through the whole process on uh Apple and, and Mac and everything mm -hmm. else and, and got mm -hmm. into doing illustrations and stuff and like computer. Yeah. And like and, and I I would never have done that, you know, unless we'd been through that process in the nineties and everything else. And mm -hmm. and I know mm -hmm. that me and you connected through say Stephen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the other half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was that we should mention about, but it happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But all these transactions, you know, all these transactions got you know established and made. And but um, yeah, it was it was um, you know, to put to put like okay, so like graffiti, like when you're drawing pen and paper, pen and paper. Well, that was the other concept, mm. pen and paper. So it was like you know, mm -hmm. dot 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 dot, draw pencil, 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 pencil. And then to be able to yeah. to complete that process with a computer and then do an illustration, mm -hmm. it took me mm -hmm. it took me two or three days to do an outline. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. and then as as I evolved and everything else, it was it was like half a day. Uh, yeah, yeah, was, totally, totally. And it was it was like and to be able to process that concept where I was able to, you know, put put a, a medium together but as intricate as what I mm -hmm. what I was doing on uh an, on a wall and yeah, yeah. Know, concept and everything else. Fading, mm -hmm. you know, blending and everything mm -hmm. else and you know, lines mm -hmm. and all the rest of it. And to be mm -hmm. able to do that on a computer was, you know, it was it was, it was bananas for me. And and I still yeah, I still yeah. have I still have a lot of my data um or mm -hmm. programs and everything else that I, I used 
back in the day. And then, you know, got into print, got into got into different mediums and everything else. And that's, that's how I evolved into um, printing onto canvas, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I was doing um, trains. I was, yeah. do, I was doing printing on the, you know, uh, rattlers that they were mm-hmm. back in, back in Melbourne, but I did a digital mm-hmm. print. And then yeah. know, the idea and the concept was that, you know, this is a, this is a digital print of one of the trains back in the day. And now you can write your graffiti and write it on the mm-hmm. train. Yeah, yeah. It was an exhibition. There was, there was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's super cool, man. That's cool, man. I mean, it's just wild to me, man, to reflect. You know, like I said, it was um, it, 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 you know, I only really just kind of thought about what you said before. You know, the other day myself, but just that how short a kind of span and how small the gap in generations is. You know, in our city. You know, yeah. it's like from one to the next. And in that continuum, how much progression and evolution happened. But I have a hard time thinking of what it would have looked like without you and Aaron and Tank, you know, on the scene. And um, Aaron, in particular, had a really big impact on my way of thinking about color. And I know that he was really into into his his psychedelics, you know, so he had a very strange and different approach. Yeah, he was was so unique, you know, and and it was like, uh, I mean, I love that nigger to the you know to the to the end of the earth and everything but it's it was it was his melbourne mentality where you could you know and and when you go to melbourne that's all mm. you see it's it's like it's mix mix up mix up mix up mix up and it's like it's it's mm. not it's not like it's repetitive or it's not mm. like it's um clean or it's not mm. like it's um consistent it's just completely mm. fucking bonkers um, mm. And and that that was part of Melbourne, and I guess growing up in that scene, and and that's what he had. Um, mm. But to be able to, you know, I, I remember just rocking up to Wolves, and it was like, okay, so we're gonna do this, and yeah, like we we have sort of a game plan about what we're gonna do yeah. that night. You know, it's pitch black, we can't see anything, but we're still gonna mm. we we have a somewhat of an idea, and then he's like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna do a straight fake, like like no no blame no nothing <laughs> it's like yeah i'm like nobody does that like, i know that's but even that's... even the fact that he never he never like necessarily outlined in one color either like when i think of your stuff like i think that you were very illustrative you always had like strong black outline really heavy emphasis on line work and everything same with your characters and everything um whereas he would be like switching from positive to negative inverting sections changing like portions of the fill would then become portions of the outline i mean it was very abstract yet completely like structured as well like it was very intense you know what i mean but you guys both had a very i think you both had a strong emphasis on form and line you know but you had a very yet for some reason like two people that was always interesting to me yeah he was he was um it was always driven in a different direction i guess you could say he was um he was he was as much as you know we we kind of talked about i I mean but this this is the other thing is like you Mm. grow up painting um 
um, two dimensional and, and everything else, and and from mm. Star Wars to you know um, Wild Star Art and everything else, you mm. you grow up in this this realm, and mm. then you know, and a lot of it was for me was like um, you had to do the outline. You know that mm. that was that was your finish. That was you know, yeah, and you had right. To, you had to pick the perfect color. You have to pick, mm. uh, and it had to match everything else that you put up on the wall. So there mm -hmm. there had to be some correlation and everything. But then when um, and I think Dan Tippett, Dan Tippett was the biggest uh, game changer for me. And when it mm. when it came to doing three dimensional and, and you know yeah. not only not only yourself. But um, also like uh, when the Ger you know the Germans mm. when the yeah, Germans yeah, yeah. invaded <laughs> yeah yeah when they came over yeah <laughs> and then yeah and seeing what they were doing and it was it was mm -hmm. the complete opposite so mm -hmm. I I I you know train my thought of process and everything else is like okay so I go do my fill got to do everything else and then you know shadow 3D and then do the outline and then everyone else was like complete mm. opposite. It was like, F yeah, yeah. F you. And I was like, and then Dan Tippett was the first person to kind of throw that at me and said, mm. no, you just, you do the black first. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, fuck you. That doesn't work. <laughs> because he, he came more from a, from a traditional painting mindset of like exactly. building up from dark, dark to light. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah, know, yeah. that's, that's crazy. I like um. There's a quote in the uh, wall of the wall of uh, fame documentary that got aired on uh, Max TV in '96 when you guys were doing there, and they're interviewing you, and they say to you, um, oh, "What do you call this style?" And you're like, "I don't know, German style." <laughs> it, was a, it was like no name. It's like, oh. yeah. I remember, I remember so many people like being being a writer and mm. and knowing like you know it's like. You know, you go out and trash people's walls. You go out and trash mm. trains. You go out and mm. just like deface anything mm. and everything you can at the time. Mm. And then mm -hmm. art students and you know cultured, well, I know cultured personalities at the time would say, mm. "Oh, what do you call it?" You know, yeah, right, right. Does it have a name? Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Yeah, totally. Yeah, why, uh, why no. did you pick red? Because yeah. I like red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to have an answer for everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, and especially, especially in the day where like a lot of us were still like um, racking our paint and kind of having to make do with what we could get our hands on. It was yeah. like, well... I would love to have every color that I want to have, but right now I'm going to do a metallic green outline <laughs> on this, <laughs> on this I piece. Think, I don't I really think, want to. I think, me, I think me and you were up at uh, K Road and we were up at um, the, what was it? The, oh, the old McDonald's? Yeah, the old McDonald's and there was the um, mm -hmm. um, Red Bull competition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we were painting and stuff, and there was there was like a lot of those like. So, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, it's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you pick green instead of blue. Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, I remember because like I think back in those days, I think you, you were a much more abrasive personality than me. 
So you were getting way more frustrated having to talk to these people. Whereas like I've always been pretty good at like giving the, you know, yeah. bullshitting people and telling the big <laughs> story and like taking them for a walk, you know? So I think I was kind of like, I would kind of see people over there like bugging you and I would kind of try and usher them away, you know? I think you're right. I think you're right because we were, we were in those same, and I can remember those situations where it's like, okay, it's like, you know, <laughs> He's, he's, he's different. <laughs> Man, I mean, I was a very, um, very ambitious young person trying to, trying to really, you know, I think for that whole competition, I think I managed to convince them to even supply all our paint so we could enter their competition. Like, whereas everybody else had to like do like, you know, had to yeah. supply everything themselves or whatever. And I think the scope was you were supposed to paint, or you were supposed to make a sculpture or something out of their cans. And I said, no, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to paint murals and you're going to pay us, like pay for the paint for us to do it, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, was, was that, was, that was a good buzz. That was, that was yeah. fun, you know, and, and you're absolutely right. It was like, there was, there was a lot of it where it's like, um, you know, and there was, there was some amazing pieces there. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was, yeah. there was, there was a freaking uh what was it um like a chime machine some guy mm. had like the red bull can and put like yeah, little yeah. kinks in it and oh, and you could turn anything and you could turn yeah it, and it was like it was ding, wild ding, 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 ding. yeah you, you was... know what was crazy was that was the first time at the opening night of that that i ever saw some iteration of fat freddy's drop perform but it was like a three they were only a three piece there was only three of them do you remember that it's opening oh, night wow. and then i was like damn this is some unreal this must have come from wellington this music wow. like <laughs> it's, it's crazy because i've you know i've lived away from nz for whew, 15 years at least mm. and then mm -hmm. and then my only connection like mentally and i guess physically is through them yeah right crazy because you the... hear them everywhere you hear their music everywhere no matter where you go i'll be in a cafe in berlin and it, yeah that shit will come on you but know it, what i mean yeah it, it was it was like there was there's nothing else that it comes close to what they can produce and and what they do mm. you know slave and um mm. everyone else that that's on board but it's it's mm. it's that connection that brings you home because you're so mm. disconnected from mm -hmm. being home. Yeah. yeah, and I I I mean I can attest that man. I get like the music, all this stuff hits a little differently when you live away. You know, it's, it hasn't yeah. been as long for me. I've been in the U.S. for um, coming up five years, yeah. and um, but going to New York of all places to live for you know was there for you know three and a half, almost four years. And it's a lonely, lonely city, you know, and you're very anonymous when you get there, you know, uh, coming from somewhere where you know everybody, where it's yeah. like a big village, you know, for better or for worse, you know, everybody, you know, and, um, and then you go somewhere where you know nobody. And then it's the little things like probably for me on these, like, these years, it's been a little less like encountering, like, say, someone like Fat Freddy's or someone, but like walking in places and hearing unknown mortal orchestra or something you know like um you know ruben nielsen from the mint chicks like his 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 you know more recent kind of incarnation 
And that music's big. You hear it in California, like wartime, and um, seeing Taika Waititi and his his kind of crossover into into yeah, popular yeah. culture. Like even doing you know directing episodes of The Mandalorian and just seeing his specific kind of isms and phrasings yeah, yeah. and things kind of being used. And you know that's his humor, you know. And you're like, damn, that's so cool to see it, you know. Yeah, people are getting more. Yeah, it's it's nice to see you know, as broad as your scro- uh, you know, scope is, like your, you know, paintbrush mm. or whatever. You're, you're mm. in California and, you know, we're up here in um, Vancouver. But it's it's, yeah. it's also nice and humbling to be uh, connected to those people, even though mm. there's no relation and there's no connection. But to see, you know, even Taika. Um, yeah. You know, like, like oh, what was the... Um, Ragnar- Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Was, From the very opening I was, I was monologue, you know? I was in Oz and I, and I had no idea that he directed it. And I was like, yeah. I'm watching it. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you, know, you know that humor. You well, know that, where that yeah, comes that, from. That, that accent and everything else. And yeah. to, to be, to be Māori and everything. And then yeah. to hear that in that platform where it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's mega, you know, to, yeah. to be able yeah. to just see, oh, no, fuck you, I do, because it's a ghost, yeah, I'm yeah. a ghost. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was, it was insane. And then, um, yeah. you know, and then, and then all those other dialogues that, that came with it because, you know, people were like, hey, did you see this? And I, did, you know, and, and I was egging yeah. other people to go watch it. Because um, mm-hmm. you know it was it was it's it's all those things that make you you know proud to be who you are and, and where you come from. Yeah, and being and you know and and rewinding back to being like a youngster uh, in Greymouth in 1984, you know, and being Maori and kind of like you know just thinking like that we live in a country in the middle of nowhere, you know, the most yeah. remote, most isolated place getting this overseas culture which is always beaming to us from the united states and the uk and other places and we're absorbing that and we're thinking there's no way we can reverse things the other way with the influence there's no way we can project it out and then seeing it manifest we'll be a part that of way it. Is, yeah. yeah yeah that that's just super awesome man that's crazy man <clears throat> why well, i i think differently from my kids you mm. know i i think you know, like me and you, we're we're at we're at that that level what you just spoke about. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, it's still it's still attainable. It's still touchable. Yeah. You know, we're we're mm-hmm. still able to connect to those people and everything else, especially especially through social media. But then yeah. seeing my kids, and then you know, not only uh, the two different generations and everything, but mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's seeing you know their potential to be able to do that and um mm. you know to be to be able to to be influenced by it but at the same time be connected with it mm. it must be interesting raising much younger ones and you know having them feel some semblance of their maori culture by growing up in canada you know must be like uh super super interesting like dre so my youngest he's six yeah and i got an eight month year old um yeah sophia and um yeah she you know can't speak yet but um dre dre rocks off like wilder like yeah 
What do you mean? <laughs> you want some water? No, I want some yeah, water. yeah, right. I want some, some water. water. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, I have. I always tell because my my wife's American, you know, and uh, we talk about it because we go out and we eat, and um, you know, before this COVID stuff, but you know, um, you know, the waitress, you know, waiter will come up and they'll be like, um, you know, would you like something to drink? And I'll be, oh, just some water, and they'll be like, water. Yeah. I'm like water. And they're same, like, what? Same, same. And I, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, water. And then they're like, oh, water. Oh, you know? slow it down. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so like, crazy. It's but same. we we forget we kind of we do kind of mumble a bit. You water. know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, water. water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they really they really enunciate everything. It's just, it's just oh, crazy. Yeah. I know. Hang on to everything. But no, I mean, <laughs> you know, we're. I mean, it's Canada. We we moved here um, just to be, I guess, closer to the in-laws and everything else, but away mm-hmm. from away from uh, Oz because obviously it's a it's a bigger distance for the in-laws and the distance. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know, considering what had happened in 2020 and mm. how you know, they're being able to um, adapt to it as opposed to yeah. this country and, the, you know, our neighbours. Our neighbours yeah, yeah. are, are just like, you know, the Aussies. They're just, you know, we just have bad neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just living next to the wrong people. Um, but, you know, um, having said that, it's... I mean, it, it, it reminded me of home. Mm. And I think I said this in a text uh, earlier yeah. that I sent you. And, you know, we, we would be back in Australia. Um, I love Australia. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm from there. I was born there. Grew up, mm. you know, the last 10 years over there. And mm. we would still be there. But it's, it's, it's a different place. I mean, the only... The only reason we moved was because there's there's too many Aussies. <laughs> Do you um have you have you have you found time to paint while living uh, in Canada? Like, I yeah I, I did, mean obviously yeah I did a little bit in Montreal, mm. and, and and that was fun. That was that was yeah. it brought me back to being a rat bag. Yeah, you know, being being a douchebag and just wanting to do whatever I wanted, and mm. and I think Montreal Montreal was fun, and mm. the only reason why it was fun was that um, I was able to gravitate towards uh, five other Kiwis. Otherwise, yeah, right, right. otherwise I would I would have hated it. I would have punched mm. people out and left. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was right. I've never I never experienced so much racism. Yeah, and in, did you you experience that as in people were being racist towards you? Then, yeah? like, wow. okay. point blank, yeah. point blank. Yeah, and I was like, holy yeah. shit, this shit is real. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah right, right. I was wow. like, oh, okay. So, you know, and it was all French and it was all, you know, Anglo and it was, it was, it was part of that whole process. 
and we were there for eight months um, and we yeah. moved, we ended up moving out here to uh, Vancouver Island because uh, yeah. it, it's an island. It reminds me of home. Yeah. It's like I feel yeah. like I'm still in NZ. Um, yeah. You know, just for the just for the lifestyle, I can I can, you know, kids can eat berries off the bush, and I can chuck them in the yeah. ocean with bare feet. So, mm. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. All, there's all those things where, and it's weird, you know, when I was when I was younger and I was growing up and I was I was just like, graffiti, 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 and hungry for that culture. Yeah. Now, mm. you know, it's it's a different you know um, path. It's a different uh, mm. period. It's like there's a different yeah, yeah. direction where it's like. I need to be able to, you know, make sure he's happy, make sure mum's happy, yeah. make sure yeah. everyone else is, you know, in that in that same process or that same, you know, mm-hmm. thought process. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's awesome, man. That's so cool. Well, man, I think I think that's a good place to to wrap things up, man. That's a positive note, and um, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground, bro. Once again, I just want to thank you for your time. Sorry for being a bit late this evening <laughs> like i said i totally <laughs> forgot what day it was um but this has been real good man I, I definitely learned a bunch of things i didn't know once again that's why i've been having these conversations it's better to hear things direct from people and hear about their experience because if i start telling the story you know i'm gonna get it wrong you know because uh yeah, yeah. years of just telling stories and taking secondhand information and everything and it, it gets twisted you know and i, I don't want to do that you know no, oh, yeah, like I, I, I think we talked about this, and it was like I was sitting on the couch, and I was in my undies, and all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you popped up, and Daryl popped up, and I was like, "What the yeah. hell's going on?" I was like, "These people, I know these people, but they're talking on my phone. My phone's blank, yeah. you know." And that, and that was that was yeah. really cool because it, it's you know, it, it, it engaged me to where the point where it's like, "This is this is happening. This is real." And it it was yeah. part of part of what you were doing and everything. So it was mm. it was kind of it was it was nice to be able to see that um, mm. you know that that thought where you were engaging into you know some of the history and everything else that you know mm. had, had mm. happened over the years. So it was, it, yeah. was, it was refreshing to see that you know somebody was still bubbling and still keeping it alive. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and it was, it's super cool. It's super cool, man. Just like just to touch base with people. Like the last few conversations have been really crazy. Like you know, like getting to talk to. Because I don't know if you got to see the one with Claude um, from Smooth Crew. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I think like yeah. I think like you know, for a lot of people, like you know, maybe Finer or yourself or Claude. You know, maybe not so much Daryl because you know he was like such a, a mainstream figure in the music world as well, and and having like you know like um, True School TV and recognize and everything like people kind of more familiar but i think some of you guys are a little bit more mysterious for some of the younger generation too and they 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 haven't heard you guys speak you know they haven't watched a million interviews with you guys on youtube or whatever you know so yep yep absolutely no i appreciate yeah i appreciate that you know the the honesty and you know that just the approach and everything else and you Mm -hmm. know and I've always, you know, always admired what you've done, and you know, your 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 you know focus has has always been a hundred and ten, or hundred and whatever, two hundred. It's the ADHD, two hundred percent. Um, you know, it's 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 it is our life, and it is part of you know how we 
you know, as much as I, I, I don't take any gratitude, I don't take any um, kind of, um, you know, um, persona about what I've done, but it, it was mm -hmm. just what I was doing at the time that, you know, I, mm -hmm. that I'm happy that it helped yeah. other people get where they are and everything else mm -hmm. and, you know, gave them that direction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, but my thoughts were, who's going to interview you? Oh, <laughs> you know, I got I got the idea to do this live after I did a live. Um, Mayor, you know, Mayor from New York um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. runs the 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 um yeah the, he curates the the Museum of Graffiti and he asked me to do one of these a while back, and uh, it was so great just to have a relaxed conversation. I thought, damn, this is like it's such a great format. And as much as Instagram can be so annoying, how much attention it kind of soaks, like it demands from us all the time. Yeah. Um, we have the ability to broadcast and do these things and bring things in a really raw and authentic way to people. So it's like, fuck it, let's do it, you know, let's do it and let's share it, you know, and um, let, let people have that, you know, so whether they, you know, whether they read what I write later on, you know, whether they come to a show, whatever, you know, I hope that um, they can just come to the source too and see that for themselves and then learn about these artists and follow, 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 you know, after this, if they didn't know already, now they know. I was going to say, man, there, there's a good, there is a good archive of your work out there, man. I'm, I'm going to put in a, a few calls with people and see if I can pull together some more of your photos so you've got them because, um, yeah, you know, it's, 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 yeah. They're it's, definitely out there, bro. Yeah, I know. I know it's out there, and it's it's weird. Like I said, I I, I got ganked one one day up at um ah Blue Tower Lounge or Simon Street or whatever mm. it was that mm. you know some mm. some little freaking kid from South Auckland just <laughs> just ripped me. Um, but someone you know, out there's got got your photo album probably still. Like I yeah, want to think, but there's, you know? there's there's a bunch of stuff. I mean, I, you know, I wanted to kind of, um, I don't know, give back to, I guess. Like, I, I got a bunch of canvases that I, like, I'm not sure if I told you this, that I had that large for, uh, format printer, and I was able yeah, to print, yeah. I was able to print a lot of the um, Australian trains and everything else, so I have um, a lot of the, a few of the New Zealand or Auckland trains trains mm. but it was it was part of the concept where you could you could emulate this in so many different mediums and so mm. many different levels where you know you, you could you know take photos of the uh wellington trains you could take photos mm. and i i actually did take so many road trips when i was in australia when i was doing the mm. uh, melbourne trains to right. you know sydney i went to um mm. perth i went to mm. um Adelaide and all those places just to just to take photos of their trains and everything else to mm. put, put them into a, a print format to be able to uh, mm. print, you know write on graffiti mm. and everything. Yeah, but um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things you know I would, I'd like to I don't know, give. I guess if anyone's if anyone's <laughs> if anyone's <laughs> open to it and everyone, anyone wants to. Um, Get some uh, free, well, it's not free because you have to pay for posts. Uh, mm. A bunch of trains from Melbourne, Sydney, and everything else. Just just direct message me on uh, Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. <laughs> awesome, bro. All right, man. Once again, bro, thank you so much for joining me this evening, bro. Um, it's been really good to reconnect with you. I hope we get to do it 
in the flesh sometime Life, in the near yeah. future. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And um, definitely, definitely stay in touch, bro. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can track down some of the, all these old photos too. I, I know a couple of good people that I ask, so I know, I know, Icon has a bunch. Yeah, he, he gave me a bunch and and a lot of the stuff that AI, uh, a lot of the stuff I wouldn't have now. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like it was, it, it, it's weird. It's like you know, mm. we didn't, we didn't have social media. We didn't have um, no. everything else, no. all those platforms and everything else. But it's it's nice to be able to see that people cared enough to mm. be able to, to restore mm-hmm. them or keep them. Yeah, and to shoot on film too is good. And I have some video to give you, which you might have seen. It is on my Instagram, but I have some video footage of you and Paris painting together at the Hip Hop <laughs> Summit many years ago. And tag, he must tag, be all tag of Paris. Tag Paris. Yeah. You must be all of about, he must be all of oh, about, I don't know. Nappies. I remember, I remember being He's at the little... wall and he was in his nappies. I was like, oh, oh that's, that's, I was holding yeah. No, there's footage from later. He's actually painting too with you and he must be about eight, eight or nine years old. He's like, and he's by yourself, maybe a bit younger, maybe seven years old. And he's, he's filling, you've got him filling and helping out with the, with the wall. Yeah. Yeah. That, that boy definitely had a, had a big influence. Yeah, man. man no, that's that was, awesome. That was, that was why I was being driven. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's amazing bro all right man i'll leave you to it thank you so much once again bro and um stay in touch man be good stay safe you too bro See you, yes mate. you too bro take care